What it is, what's up, and welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. I am your host, Rafe Houston, and today I am joined by a very special guest. He's been very patient while my entire computer system fucking shut down on me. I guess I've done way too many podcasts in the last few days uh, leading up to the Dude Where's My Ring uh, event, and I've burnt out my computer again. So here we are. But he's been very patient. It is the one, the only, the bulletproof. Axton, how are you today, bud? I'm good, man. How are you? I am good. Thanks so much for bearing with me today. We're about, uh, what is it, an hour and a half later than we had originally intended to do this. So, yeah, really appreciate your time and looking forward to learning a bit about you leading up to this show. Yeah, that's good. These things happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Too frequently for me lately, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that is fine. So let's not worry about that. I'm going to let my rage subside and I'm going to learn all about you. So uh, one question, when we rewind all the way back to how you first got into wrestling, what are some of the first faces that stood out to you? So uh, the first thing I remember was I had a friend who I used to hang out with, and it was going years and years back. Uh, he had a poster of what turned out to be John Cena on his, in, of his, uh, in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just remember seeing it and asking who it was. I, I had not seen anything up until this point. So I think I was maybe 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I asked who, who it was and I had no idea. He said, Oh, it's, it's John Cena. And I'm like, cool. You know, like, what's that mean? You know, like, and then he actually had a video game. And it was on Xbox. I cannot remember what it was exactly, but I remember seeing it and going, oh, like all these different characters, all these different people, all shapes and sizes, and they get entrances and they get music and like all these things. And um, I, ever since that day, I would tell people if I ever had to explain it to people that I, I don't remember life before that day. <laughs> I just remember from that day forward, I, not necessarily at the beginning, wanting to do it, I just remember being absolutely enthralled by this thing and I had no idea what it was and I had no idea what it was about. Um, but then as time went on, I, yeah, just, it's always, it was a part of my life since then and, and continue has up, to, up until this day, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the beginning of it. Um, yeah, for, oh, first faces. Yeah, it was it was John Cena. Mm-hmm. It was Triple H. Um, probably that like mid two thousands group mm-hmm. that was still super strong. Like, um, like like Edge and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and like John Cena. Like just that kind of cool group. That was the first couple, like first group of uh, wrestlers that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a pretty decent group of. Uh, of performers there. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's a kind of a hell of an intro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, just the larger than life characters and kind of the nature of, you know, the, the bigger guys and, and the, the pageantry and all that kind of stuff just sort of caught your imagination straight away. Yeah. I was, um, just a big, um, Big on inter- the entertainment side of it. Um, I'll, I'll probably be a different interview than most people because, like, I, I'm 
I've always been a younger age. I've always been, you know, you know, the class clown and always, always joked around. I always wanted to just entertain people, you know, with whatever, uh, to whatever kind of means I could accomplish that. And then when I found this, I thought, this is a mix of everything I love and, and then growing into what I became. You know, I'm, I'm well built. I'm, you know, decently tall. I'm, I'm, you know, a good size for it. And I thought, yeah, I could probably do this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which kind of helped. Yeah. 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 Have you always been like athletically inclined? You know, like when you were in school and all that kind of stuff, were you always into to fitness and sport and things like that? Uh, early on, early, early on, I was the complete opposite. Like, I was like, Short and chubby, and and then uh, along came puberty, um, <laughs> and as as most, most people probably can agree with, but um, and yeah, just growth spurt. Um, I've always been quite athletic, um, more along the lines of just a super good work ethic. I would probably say, mm-hmm. um, where I may not have been the fittest or I may not have been the strongest, but I was always there and I was always my ass so um playing uh, i played uh, football from a young age um that was one thing that kind of stuck with me so that helped obviously throughout throughout my uh kind of yeah just like throughout my childhood into into um kind of adolescence and all that mm-hmm. um but yeah always always been athletic um started obviously working out probably 14 15 um which added to building that strength and building a bit of a body um and then, um, yeah, that, that kind of, like I said, just very much complemented the thing that at the time I didn't know I could go and do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you said to me uh, off mic, you were like, I probably started working out a little bit earlier than I should have <laughs> kind of thing. So do you feel like you were getting into the gym a little bit too early? or? Oh, I don't know. It's, just, it's a lot of like... You hear a lot of like what's healthy, what's unhealthy, and you know I see a lot of now like trying to get the like younger the gen- younger generation quicker and earlier into a good healthy mm-hmm. lifestyle. Sure. And if that's the message, then that's terrific. But I always heard that you know kind of treating the body and and in a way harming the body in in the way that it's meant to in that that fashion mm-hmm. at a too early age it can probably you know work against you and that's where that's why the only reason i would say probably a little bit earlier but i mean nothing happened to me so uh, probably that probably means nothing what i said but it's um uh like you know i didn't didn't stir my growth uh in any way or anything like that but yeah it's just just your you know your, your weight set that your dad will buy you kind of thing yeah um that that was what i mean so i had no idea what i was doing but i just started from there <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and um with old mate uh, John Cena, have you ever seen him live? Uh, no, I have been one of those guys who, like, I'm a diehard fan of all things wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not ever seen a live show, um, which is a, uh, besides um, kind of watching the local stuff, um, either when I first started and then um, in between, like if I had shows where people were on that I wanted to watch their matches, I would go to them, but um, other than that, anything from a bigger standpoint, bigger league, uh, I've, I've never actually seen anything. So um, I've 
yeah, I, I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've actually seen him live. No. Yeah. Um, I, it's it's quite the sight, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, pretty crazy. I think I've seen him a few times actually, but the most recent one comes to memory when they were just in Melbourne, you know, and they were at the the big um, the big dome or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. um, and you know, Undertaker was there for it, and, and John Cena was there yeah. for it. Me and my friends went, yeah. and we all bought, <laughs> we all bought fucking matching John Cena shirts in like neon green and jorts, and we're just like, we <laughs> we just went in for it because we're like, if we're gonna go, we're gonna like fucking go hard kind of thing. So yeah, it was a yeah. super fun uh, event, and and like you know, I'm a bit out of WWE now, but sometimes it's fun to just go, you know, for the spectacle, and he definitely brings it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how did you then? find wrestling training in Australia? Because I know you said that you grew up in a bit of a smaller town. Yeah, so I grew up uh, in a town that's about three hours south of Perth. Um, so I'm in the country uh, and there's no hint of this anywhere. Um, it was literally like local sport. Um, either you were into that or you are incredibly switched on and smart and you would, you know, you do your trade and then you carry on with life and you know and there's uh there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but i was always uh always had my head in the clouds as i would put it mm-hmm. um especially with when it came to wrestling but probably maybe just starting into high school i was like okay let's let's try and have a have a look and find this thing and at the time and i was maybe looking in the wrong place but all i ever found was there was promotion promotions I think it was in Sydney and I don't remember what it was but they had a school mm-hmm. and I was like oh I wrote up this I'm younger at the time so like I wrote up this massive like word document <laughs> to, convince, to convince my parents like it was like this <laughs> oh, so not to the school to your parents <laughs> no 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 to my parents with this uh, you know presidential address of like let me give you the the pros and the cons of this thing hey like you know, I don't have a job. I'm still young, um, and I have no money. But could you pay for me to go to Sydney and train to be a wrestler? And they were like, "No." So, you know, <laughs> um, you know it was it, it was a big thing like that. And I, I'm not going to say my parents weren't or my family weren't supportive, but I think it was a difficult thing for them to to grasp. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at the time thinking, oh, that was the only game in town. It was, it's the only way I can do it is if I've got to fly over east to different states. Sure. So that's a possibility that maybe it's something that I shouldn't pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, longer way, getting out of high school, just carrying on with no- normal life, um, still playing football. Wrestling was still always in the background, always watching it, um, always keeping up to date with what was going on. Um, no one else was. I had maybe one friend who was, kind of into it, but no one was, you know, I was the diehard from day one. Um, and then, yeah, leaving high school, yeah, a couple more years playing football and everything. And a few closer people at the time kind of say, look, you keep talking about this wrestling thing. Are you going to do it? Or, you know, do you want to try and be in the AFL? And I was like, well, no. I'm not I'm saying I was that good, but like, yeah. you know, is it something going to dedicate your time to that or you're going to try and find this wrestling thing and I was like you know good point so I had another look 
um, I found the uh, Creator Wrestler Workshop, which was run through uh, Southern Hemisphere Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, by that time, I had done no city driving at all. <laughs> and I was scared shitless um, because I thought, this thing is possible now. You're fit enough. You're big enough. You go oh, I have no idea if I'm going to be good at it at all. Um, but give it a shot. Um, and the few people that were around me at the time, they convinced me. So mm-hmm. I set up a plan. And I, luckily enough, my, my grandparents live uh, in Mandra. And that's kind of been about halfway. Mm-hmm. So I devised a plan and I drove to them. And my first night of training, I actually had my grandfather come with me because I was—I literally was so scared of the driving. <laughs> um, literally, it was the, it was the funniest thing. And he like he came with me, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I went in. I walked in the door, and uh, shit, I, I met you know I met Felix Young. Um, I met I met Jared Slate. Uh, I met I met the great George, uh, and uh, you know multiple others who are you know they're not they're not kind of. They're not rolling around anymore, but um, you know, plenty of people, and uh, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So a, a lot of which are gonna be on the show this weekend, <laughs> well, next weekend. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They're um, they're they're, they're some good guys. Yeah. So, what year was this that um, that you started training? That, or probably, I'm normally pretty good with dates. I want to say August. 2017, um, around about that time, around mid-year time probably, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, walking in the door, it was like, oh, great, you're a big guy. We have one big guy. We, we need more. And I was like, cool. You know, and then, <laughs> well, I just, yeah, I, at the time, I don't know what that means. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I understand what the words you, you, what you're using mean, but like, for wrestling, I don't know what that means. So, um, I yeah, that was kind of my role from the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. just straight straight in. I mean, that that's kind of the advantage in wrestling. And like you said, I mean, you're a big guy. You're not like a giant, but like uh, when you're around like the average person and stuff like that, you're gonna stand out in the room. And then if you can adapt and you can train and you can start to do those things, you can be a commodity, especially when it comes to local wrestling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was um, very fortunate very early on uh, that we actually we had a, a 30-year veteran, La Luchador, in Mazdaq, um, who I don't know if you've heard of, but um, he he used to take the Wednesday night trainings, and Wednesday nights was the only night that could come up. Mm. And my first uh, probably four or five months of actual learning the ground floor of wrestling mm-hmm. was all lucha training. Yeah, well, and, like learning to base and stuff for the high flyers well, and things so like that. I found very quickly, like, I'm, I'm a hell of a base. I'm, I've got a good, strong base for anyone who wants to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also the, the quickness and the agility that's kind of involved in that style of wrestling mm-hmm. was also something that I, I realized that I could do also. So not only am I being a good base, and good, um, you know, a safe worker for the for, for my opponent. I also become. I also realized, yeah, like I'm. I can all 
very athletic in this sense as well, not just generally athletic, but like the in-ring um, moving mobility and like just getting around and things like that. Um, yeah, I found out very quickly. I, I can, I think I can do this. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. And th- this trainer, I, w- I wasn't familiar with the name. Who, who was it and where are they from? Uh, so Mazdak, he, um, I think he came over, I wasn't too sure. I think he wrestled with AAW. Um, for a bit, I don't quite know 100%. Only because I, with the when when I came in, um, he was kind of a name, and I, I didn't know who it was. But yeah, he he's um he's a bit of a legend, and yeah, it's like I think it's about 35, 37 years, um, wow. yeah, career. So yeah, um, from Mexico, like proper, yeah, like um, legit. Uh, and the things I learned were incredible. So to, to have that at the beginning, um, was you know, all the, all the other kind of <laughs> bits and pieces that uh, kind of the basics you would teach someone at the beginning, I didn't get to until like maybe six months into my actual training. Um, <laughs> so I was more, uh, I can run around and do some fancy looking stuff, but there's no psychology, there's no, <laughs> there's no storytelling. It's just everything looks terrific. But it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all part of it, right? Like developing that other side of the game. But if you can get the mechanics down, then you're halfway from the way I understand it. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I get better every time. Yeah. Um, you just, yeah, that's, I mean, that should be your goal. Um, no one no one knows everything, mm-hmm. especially with this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I always look at it. I know someone's going to do something tomorrow that I can never do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that should humble you and make you concentrate on your stuff. Sure. You know, like, the weird thing. <laughs> weird no, 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 so it's a, it's 100% true. Like, you know, I mean, there's yeah. always something to learn and if, if you kind of understand that you need to keep learning and that you never stop learning, then you, you're always yeah. going to keep growing, you know. So what kind of um stuff have you been doing then? So you find that you start training, you're doing that kind of, kind of thing. Um, what have you been doing in the local wrestling scene before having false count anywhere matches in bars with no rings? <laughs> um, so yeah, ever since I think again, mid mid year, 2018, mm-hmm. um, it's been nonstop. So I've just been having matches, just matches got thrown into tag team wrestling pretty quick. Um, uh, won championships fairly quickly with tag team wrestling, which I was very, uh, very, very happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, just I've had those matches with the, with multiple, most of the people that are on the card for this uh, for this no ring show. Mm-hmm. I've had their matches with those people. I've had the street fights. I've had the you know the hardcore matches. Um, I'm very fortunate enough to have two two steel cage matches under my belt. Um, I've uh, yeah, like I've kind of, I just wanted to do as much as I could, mm-hmm. and it's led me to here we are now having this show, um, being a part of something that is, um, it's it's something that actually that Joel Bateman said I think to to most of us that it is history, um, and I just yeah I'm very fortunate, very grateful I could be a part of this thing with everybody else. Um, and majority of those people are my peers who I respect greatly. You know, it's, it's just, a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice thing. It's yeah. In a, 
in a world full of things that aren't pleasant, it's nice to cherish the small things and to, to get opportunity or to be, you know, fall upon all of a sudden I'm on this card and I'm wrestling a very a respected peer in, in Aiden Dennis as well. I've never I've not had a match with him. Yeah. Um, you know, and any way to test our, our medal against each other is to have this full can anywhere match with uh with uh, no ring and uh, a bar setting and you know, we can climb on everything and run around and, you know, have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I was yeah. going to ask you if you had wrestled uh, Hayden Sanders before, so you have not. No, so he, I, um, uh, not too long ago, I had a conversation with uh, someone and they asked me if uh, if I had had a match with him and I said, no, I hadn't. And, and I explained that I had a, very early on, the first faces I saw um, with Schwa was, was, it was, it was Felix Jones, it was Jared Slade. Um, uh, Jay Taylor, uh, Julian Ward, um, and Hayden was one of those as well. Uh, Dave Nero as well at the time, who who was fairly active with with the company. That short list of people who I saw were the people that got on a list with me of people I wanted to have matches with, mm-hmm. um, and I had been able to very kind of fortunate for myself, barring Jay Taylor, I've been able to um, tick off everybody on that list, mm-hmm. uh, except uh, I've got, after Hayden, it's got Jay Taylor's left. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, not, that's not a challenge. It's not a, it's not, it's not a open challenge or anything, but it's just, uh, um, I, it was more, I'm looking at these people, I'm incredibly impressed and I'm watching what they're doing um, and these guys are great. You know, they're incredible. Um, and I thought, I want to see how I go against these people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've never got to a point where I think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the shit or I'm really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more, I want to, I have my, my style. I want to test that against that style. Um, and to have, especially to have um, Hayden this, uh, you know, this coming weekend or next weekend, sorry. Um, that's going to be for a whole different, bunch of reasons it's going to be a good test he's a i mean incredible striker so we'll see <laughs> if i can if i can hang but um i know yeah i'm very lucky to to get this match um i was happy when i first when i saw it i was really happy so um we'll see how he goes without a ring <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be different for sure and i think a lot of people are going to be out of their comfort zone um but that can be a good thing and it can breed creativity you know um yeah absolutely. When you talk about Jay Taylor, is he not active at the moment? No, no, he is. Um, he actually returned, I think it was Midgey Mayhem show for, uh, for Schwa last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a bit of time off, I think. Um, right. but, but no, it's Prince of Perth. He's, um, he's, yeah. he's, 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 um, he, yeah, he's, um, Oh, another peer as well. So that's just like, he's just, uh, it was probably silly, but people have listed their matches that they've had. I've got, well, I've had to do list of the people that I want to face mm-hmm. and more learn from as, as well as, you know, and just keep creating and keep building. Sure. Um, that's what I think everyone should be. You know, everyone should be wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. Not worrying about getting their shit in and all that type of stuff. Like it's not, 
who are you who are you who are you there for? That's why I always look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you there for the people who paid their money to watch, or are you here for yourself? Yeah. Um, that's uh, probably heading down a direction of politics and stuff, which I don't need to talk about. But that's just my, <laughs> my philosophy with it. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen anything like this before? Like, uh, how how was it even? Uh, brought to you? Was it something that Michelle contacted you or did you hear about it and you're like, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while? How did it like come across your doorstep? Uh, I've not I've not experienced anything like this. Um, the, the setting will be familiar. We, not too long ago, we had, um, we used to run uncensored shows, which were like 18 plus shows. Mm-hmm. Um, which were, we had a ring though, but it was your, your bit edgier stuff. Um, like your, um, you know, all your hardcore matches and all that type of stuff, but with no ring, I've not experienced that. So we'll see, we'll definitely see how that goes. But, um, no, I was, um, I was just contacted, um, no, I was dropped into the group chat, um, from Michelle, uh, I believe, uh, trying to put this thing together. I think um, maybe Felix probably put my name forward. I think, yeah. Um, as just a, another guy, you know, I just I just want to do stuff. I just want to go and you know, show everything at the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said before, very very fortunate, very grateful. You know, you just you've got you've got people who surrounding everybody and wanting support it, supporting each other, sure. and. You know, he goes, "Hey, here's this guy. He, he he's up for anything. He'll go and do stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm again, we all get to be a part of something special. So, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yo, let me stop you right there. I just need to holler at everybody and tell them about NordVPN. This service has been a bit of a game changer for me, man. Not only are they one of the first services, you know, to believe in me and to believe in this podcast, which is pretty amazing. But it's also been great to like pick up my internet access and throw it around the world. I've been able to access all the streaming services. I've been able to check out different shopping sites. It's keeping me safe and sound on the internet and protecting all of my important data. It's been pretty damn awesome. So if you want to give it a chance for yourself, if you want to try it out, if you want to get amongst the glory that is NordVPN, just go to nordvpn.com slash feels and use the code feels to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan and at one additional month for free. Uh, it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, which is pretty sweet. So yeah, nordvpn.com slash feels and use the code feels. Now let's get back to the interview. What else have you got coming down the pike? Where are you wrestling and where can people see you? Uh, so I am wrestling for New Horizons Pro Wrestling as well. I actually wrestle the night before we have uh, Dude, Where's My Ring? Mm-hmm. So I'm in a tag team tournament. <laughs> okay. Who's um, your partner? Uh, so I've got – I'm part of a group called The Syndicate. Um, mm-hmm. We've got uh, – there's a big lad who looks like my twin, Corvus Kane, um, and our kind of leader – mentor Jagger Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's with us. Uh, we are actually currently holding the tag team championship. So we've got to prove while we have them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so doing that, that's on the, uh, that's on the 18th. 
Uh, that's anything. That's the stuff recently. Um, so coming up soon. Uh, then obviously we've got our uh, dude. Where's my ring? No ring. Spectacular on um, on the nineteenth on the Sunday. Uh, then coming up after that, uh, nothing springs to mind at the moment. There's a lot of things in the air at the moment. Um, I think just with venues and things that are going on with everyone and people clashing dates and everything. A lot of things are in the air. So after that, unfortunately, I don't have a lot to to, <laughs> to promote, unfortunately. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Wrestling with, um, with, with Chua, obviously, um, uh, with, uh, Southern Territory Wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just, and whatever else comes up, just like our, just like our shows that's coming up, it's, um, just a, uh, a pop-up random thing that's going to sure. happen and hopefully it, hopefully it can continue and be, be a, uh, um, you know, be a regular thing. But, oh, um, but yeah, anything else comes up, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. That that's, to me, what's so important about the Dude, Where's My Ring show because, as you well know, you know, in Perth, like in wrestling, they're not always very central shows, unfortunately. You know what I mean? There'll be you know, in rec centres, fire off suburbs, those kind of things. And so the idea yeah. of something like this that could exist in the city with bands, 18 plus kind of vibe, you know, a little bit more edgy, something like that, it really appeals to me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's, um, it's a hell of a market. Um, it's a market that has not, uh, in my opinion, properly been utilised. Yeah. Um, and I believe we're going to knock this thing out of the park uh and it's going to we are going to create a monster yeah um i i don't believe in saying hopefully or you know let's 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 hope for something to happen i think we've got a good got a good crew we've got a good card we've got live music we've got drinks we've got a hell of a venue it's right smack bang close to everybody or should be i think everything everything around wrestling it's all most of it's south of the river, so it's all you know, like, it's all um, it's all probably away from people. Where this one's super accessible, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like I said, it's it's just that different type of thing. Um, and I think I just got a feeling, man. It's just you know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do something special. So yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that's the case, but I'm feeling like uh, very good about it. The ticket sales have mm-hmm. been awesome. The you know, the feedback we've been getting on social media and through the show and, you know, all those kind of things has been really, really positive. So I'm hoping yep. that we can turn around, we can absolutely kill it and we can start to maybe build something um, yeah. that, you well, know, caters to a completely different market. Uh, if people want to yeah. get on the ground floor of everything that is Axton, where do they find you on social media? So um, Axton Pro on Instagram, uh, just Axton on Facebook. Um, that's about it. I don't really do much else than that. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm fairly, yeah, pretty active on those things. Always try and keep up to date with stuff or keep the people who care <laughs> up to date. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then yes, you can catch him every, 
with everything to do with Dude Where's My Ring. Uh, all the links for Dude Where's My Ring will be in the show notes. Uh, and you can check him out at Schwa and New Horizons Pro Wrestling. Dude, I want to thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry that uh, everything went a little bit haywire at the start of this, but you've been an absolute professional and a very nice man, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you face-to-face uh, on Sunday week. As am I. Awesome, dude. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. So for Bulletproof Axton and for Dude Where's My Ring, remember, it's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Yo, thanks for spending your time listening to the Faces and Feels podcast. Faces and Feels is a DIY project recorded and edited in-house by me, Rafe Houston. You can show your support by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at FacesFeelsCast, or just head straight to our link tree, linktr.ee slash FacesFeelsCast to find all the info you'll ever need about the show. You can stream the episodes, be directed to your favorite podcast providers, find links to all our social media platforms and sponsors, and you can even buy me a coffee. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or interview requests, you can send us an email to facesandfeels at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and Spotify. A banger theme is Loose Lip Sync Ships by the Thunder Vipers. Check it out on Spotify. And now hang around for a quick word from some friends of the show. My body is a roadmap of pain. Oh! Deathmatchworldwide.com the official online merchandise store that is only for Deathmatch Wrestling. Featuring official t-shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona 23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G. Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more. If you are a Deathmatch Wrestling promotion, manager, or platform and are interested in joining the web store, send us an email to deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. Deathmatchworldwide.com for the violent view. Vinyls and Violence a brand celebrating a love of music and deathmatch wrestling. Follow on Instagram at Vinyls and Violence. Follow on Twitter at Legalized Ranch, and that's Ranch with two H's. And buy the shirts from deathmatchworldwide.com. Vinyls and Violence. I'm pretty sure it's like some weirdo shit like Pokemon or something.